0: Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. Today in the letter to the Romans, Paul talks to us about a huge continuum. On one end of that continuum is Adam. And through his obedience, at the most foundational level, sin and death came into the world. And it comes to all of us. That's how bad the transgression was. And then all the way on the other end of the continuum, Paul talks about Jesus, who through his obedience and his suffering, life and salvation comes into the world. The whole continuum I want to tell you about a person who had both of the ends of that continuum in her life. Her name is Velma Barfield. She lived in North Carolina, and in 1978, she was convicted and sentenced to death. The death penalty had just been reactivated. She was the first woman to be on death row. Her crime was killing someone, murder. In fact, she was convicted for one murder but she actually confessed to killing six people. What happened to her that she could do those horrible things? Well, if you read about her life, you hear a lot of stuff that happened in her life. Well, somewhere in the middle of those six years, she had a profound conversion. And what happened is she was in her cell one night, and she was sobbing about her life. And she said it felt like Jesus was sitting right there with her. And he was saying to her, I died for you too. Won't you let me save you? And she began to confess her sins out loud. There were lots of tears. And that was the night her life changed. She got a hold of a Bible. So I brought my Bible over here, and she began to read the Bible. Now, you know, some people would be skeptical about this. It's a jailhouse conversion. Yeah, but if you opened her Bible, there were, in her handwriting, notes everywhere. In the margins, things underlined, all through the Bible, all over the place. No, her conversion was sincere. And on the flap of the Bible, right here, she made record of two big decisions she made. She wrote in the Bible that she was making the decision to confess every one of her sins. She would just keep thinking all the way through her life. And she said, I want to face that sin, I want to feel what I did how I hurt people, and I want to beg God for forgiveness. That was one of her decisions. On the other part of the flap, she made this decision. I want to start to let go of everything in my life. I want to give it to God. So she was a mom. She had kids. She prayed to let go of her children. So even though she's in jail, we still hold on to things in our hearts. So she came to the point where she could say, "'Lord, they're not mine. "'They're your kids. "'I let them go.'" I wonder about what are some of the other things that she had to let go. You know, did she have to let go of the natural desire that something could happen, that she could be out of this incarceration, or she could be relieved of the death penalty? You know how I know she thought and prayed about that? Because they did appeal her case. They did ask for a life sentence instead. And they lost And she told her legal team, don't try anymore. I'm letting that go, I'm letting it go. You know, to be able to do that is a very high level, advanced level of spirituality. To be able to let everything go so that you're free. On November the 2nd, 1984, in the middle of the night, 2.15 a.m., she was executed by lethal injection. You know, I think to myself, I'm not as close to the Word of God as she is. You know, if you look, look at my Bible right here, there's nothing written in the margins, nothing underlined. She was so close to the Word of God. How about you? Do you have things written in your Bible? When's the last time you read your Bible? You know, there's a famous uh, stage play called The Mass by Leonard Bernstein. Some of you who are old enough might remember that. There's a song in there I really love. You could look it up. It's called Epistle, The Word of the Lord. Powerful song. It's got a great melody. And it talks all about how so many people are trying to say the Word of God is not true. And then there comes this little refrain at the end of the, each stanza. You cannot imprison the word of the Lord. And then something else would be spoken about science or people saying it's not true. You cannot scuttle the word of the Lord. And then it keeps going with another attack on faith. You cannot abolish the word of the Lord. So what I wanted to offer today is we're at the beginning of Lent. How can you get closer to the Word of God? I decided, based on the example of Velma, I'm going to find a Bible. I don't know if it will be this one. This is the Jerusalem Bible. There's many different translations. You know, I'm going to find the right Bible. But find a Bible that you could write in the margins. Let it become your personal prayer book. So you'll read something, and maybe you'll write in the margin, "Wow," or maybe else, and you'll say, "I needed to hear that today." Or maybe you'll write in there another day. You'll read something. You'll say, "That reminds me of a in a name you're going to use of a person you know who's inspirational to you." I decided I'm going to do that for Lent. I'm going to find a Bible. And this is going to be, start to become my personal prayer book as a way to help me come closer to the Word of God. There's lots and lots of ways. There's so many podcasts now. Uh, Michael Schmitz is the most famous, so he has one on the Bible. You could, I looked it up last night. Catholic Bible commentaries. There's, the ones I was reading on there, they all looked really good. So you could pick one of those out. But even if you say, I don't know if God's called me to do that during Lent, how about this as a minimum? Every day, at least for Lent, let's start out that way, I'm going to promise to read one line of the Bible. No matter how busy we are, we can read one line. Now, most of the nights you're going to read more than that. But if you're really, really busy, say, you know what, I don't know if I can, you can read one line. Even if the line happens to be... And Jesus said. <laughs> That's all I can do tonight. <laughs> but you know what? You could, you could have a beautiful meditation on those three words. And Jesus said. Jesus loved us enough to talk to us. He loved us enough to talk to you. You could have a great meditation on those three words. So in some way, somehow, how can you get closer to the Word of God? I remember my um, high school CCD teacher, Youth Faith Formation. He was from St. Lawrence. His name was Frank Mendolia. I've never been able to find him to tell him what an effect he had on me. But he told us in the class, if you're a Catholic, if you're Christian, and you haven't read the Bible how can you be Catholic and Christian? He encouraged us to go out and get a children's Bible first. He says, it's really easy to understand. It gets you a good start. Whatever it is, though, how is the Lord calling you? You cannot imprison the word of the Lord. It's the power of God's word. Dear Lord, I pray for everyone here. Bless us, Lord, with the best Lent we've ever had. As individuals, and as a parish community. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser, or wherever podcasts are available.